Hi, welcome to the Feel Great, Look Good podcast, brought to you by Organa Beauty and Wellbeing. I'm Nikki Richards, your host, and I'm excited to talk to experts, brands, and remarkable people about their journey and how they see beauty from the inside out. We want to change the conversation and inspire you to make conscious choices by connecting mind, body, and planet so that you can feel great and look good. If you'd like to know more about Organa Beauty and Wellbeing, please visit our official website at www.organabeautywellbeing.com. Beauty needs to make you feel great as well as look good. Today's episode of Feel Great, Look Good, we'll be talking to Chloe Manley, a nutritional therapist who looks at skin health from the inside out. She's on a mission to help people break through health and well-being barriers to live a life that does not feel limited by their skin. Her personal and clinical experience has shown that skin is a mirror to the imbalances in life. Her purpose is to help identify these imbalances and equip people with the right tools so that they can restore harmony and maintain clear skin. The most important part of the journey is to promote and sustain a positive relationship between mind, body and skin. We love Chloe's approach to helping people feel great and look good, and we know you'll get some amazing insights. You can also find Chloe for consultations and masterclasses at www.chloemanley.com or on Instagram at chloemanley underscore skin underscore nutrition. So now kick back, relax, and enjoy today's episode. Hi, Chloe. I'm really excited to have you here today for the Feel Great, Look Good podcast. So thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me, Nikki. It's lovely to be here. Brilliant. And I've wanted to speak to you for a while um, because what you do is absolutely so up our street with this idea of skin from the inside out, which absolutely aligns with what we talk about, which is feeling great and then looking good that way around rather than the other way around. So it might be really good to just dive into what you do and how you started really with your focus on skin and nutrition. So I'll hand it over to you to to tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. So I am a registered nutritional therapist and a functional medicine practitioner, also a yoga teacher and a health coach. And I have been doing this for, I think, coming up to seven years now. Um, I haven't always specialized in skin. I specialized in, well, I kind of ended up moving towards gut health within a couple of years of practicing. And that remained my focus for quite a while just because of how fascinating it is and how much I loved um, the link between our mood and our skin. And then um, it's something that I had suffered from myself. I'd had, I didn't actually realize I had IBS until I started studying nutrition and started making changes and started working on my acne. And then all of a sudden, all my digestive symptoms went away. And I was like, oh, wow, I've had like really bad IBS my whole life. Um, And so then I was really passionate about continuing to work in that area. And I started to see more and more skin clients as well, be it eczema, psoriasis, acne, and now... um, I just solely focus on acne and skin conditions. Fantastic. And it's, I mean, obviously you are trained as a, as a nutritionist mm-hmm. and you're a member of BANT, mm-hmm. um, which is really the kind of industry sort of um, body really, isn't it, for mm-hmm. nutritionists? Sure. Um, and also um, I think you've trained or you're training with the Institute of Functional Medicine. And mm-hmm. what, what is the link between what you do and functional medicine? 
So functional medicine, as a so I'm a registered nutritional therapist. They're a little bit different from nutritionists. Um, mm-hmm. And in nutritional therapy, we are studied under what we call a functional medicine model, mm-hmm. and that means that's kind of comes from the Institute of Functional Medicine, which is a, a US-based um, organization. And that is taking a systems-based approach to healthcare. So understanding the root cause of why symptoms develop and conditions develop. So we're never treating a symptom. We're never treating a disease. We're always taking each person as unique and individual and understanding what are the driving causes for you experiencing these symptoms. Um, And yeah, taking a very holistic approach. So not just looking at diet although that is a big focus it's looking at your lifestyle factors looking at your sleep looking at your dna um we run a lot of tests called functional tests which again are looking at functionality as opposed to you know whether we're diagnosing a disease being present or not um so yeah it's a lot more about functionality of the body if that makes sense yeah absolutely and we'll go on to talk about the tests a little bit later because i think that's an important um part of um, explaining, you know, how people can help themselves through um, functional testing. But um, going back to what you're speaking about, the kind of systems approach, um, finding balance from within, you particularly look at three pillars, don't you? Mm. Um, which which is great because I think it makes it very, you know, straightforward for people to understand those three pillars. Do you just maybe want to explain what those three pillars are and, and go into just a little bit of detail about those? Sure. So the first one is well, they're body, mind, and environment. So body is very much thinking about the physical. So thinking about food that you're eating, what's going on internally in the internal terrain of your gut, your liver, um, in terms of, you know, these are the things I'm mainly thinking about for skin, your immune system function. So really kind of, yeah, taking that whole physical approach of what's going on with you physically. And then the mind is looking at what's going on more mentally so emotional how are you feeling on a day-to-day basis how are your stress levels how is your sleep what you know with skin in particular I see a lot of girls women suffering from acne who have you know really really rock bottom self-esteem because of their acne and they start to um, live with some very damaging internal stories about how their skin is and you know how it represents them and limiting beliefs about being able to change it so working with the mind is an entire component that's you know just as important as the physical body for me Mm -hmm. and then your environment is kind of overlaps both of them really because your environment is everything which you're exposed to within the day so I kind of always link it to relationships because I feel like that's kind of a really big one for people Mm -hmm. And also your living conditions as well. Um, You know, if you're exposed to a lot of fresh air, if you're very much indoors or very much, you know, you've only got a kind of an urban environment that you're exposed to, all of those things can have a huge effect on those previous two pillars as well. Um, So each time I talk about a pillar, I'm always thinking, no, this is the most important one. This is the most important. (laughs) And it's not. It's always working with the three of them. And I kind of you do it like that because then it gives my clients choice as to what areas they want to work in first Mm -hmm. because we can't change everything all at once. And so this way, sometimes the diet might feel a lot more manageable than, say, working, you know, with certain relationships in your life that might be contributing to your symptoms um, or, you know, working on your sleep might feel like the most accessible thing to do. So it's all about, with functional medicine, it's very much in collaboration. It's not 
you know, you come to me and I tell you what to do. Mm-hmm. We make a plan together based on my kind of expertise and my experience. But I'm very much led by what excites and what inspires my clients, because ultimately that's going to make the experience far more fun for both of us and going to get them better results. Mm. Which is interesting, isn't it? Because what you're saying is um, small steps as well. So mm. Uh, it's just too much to do everything nobody achieves anything by um, piling on all the goals and and trying to make too many changes so as you said if it's maybe one area that's really out of balance like sleep or stress you can tackle that and you know find a way of um, you know getting the balance in that area and then moving on to the next one and and integrating it all into your life Mm. and do you find that any of it in, in your practice in your experience is there any one thing, I know this is probably a really uh, unfair question, but um, is there one thing that kind of keeps popping up in any of those pillars or one of those pillars that you think just keeps popping up all the time? It's something that's really prevalent, not just because we're living through you know the times we are, but is there something that really, yeah, as I said, keeps coming up in your clients that you see? Yes, and I think it's um, being nice to yourself being kind to yourself and being in relationship with yourself. I call it getting in sync with your skin um, because there's a whole, so many reasons why I call it that. But ultimately with skin, I've, you know, liken it to skin because it's easy to explain, mm. is that we're so vulnerable to changes in our life that can affect our skin. And so the sooner that we can start to understand how our life is affecting us internally, which then has an effect on our skin, the better we are equipped to then be able to deal with that moving forward because it's not, you know, always that you just get acne during puberty or, um, you know, there's a lot of time points that I'm seeing it crop up and often it will be, you'll have it as a teenager and then you're again in your, in your twenties and then again in your thirties and forties. And so if I can get you to be in a much better relationship with yourself, where you really start to understand, well, what are the contributing factors and the driving causes for you and your acne, then you're so much better to look after yourself um, Mm -hmm. and really it's empowering you with the knowledge and the information that you need to be able to to take better care of yourself. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? I think so. And I think that crops up a lot when I speak to experts like you. It's about, I can, and I think you said this, I can guide you, I can help you. But ultimately, you have to know your skin. And that's what you're talking about, being in sync with your body, with your mind Mm. uh, and the word you've just used, which is being empowered. So I think you and again, this comes up a lot when I speak to experts like you is about I I help people to empower themselves, to take charge Mm. of their own lives, um, because ultimately that's what's going to help them make those changes and if I was doing a big research study, I think that would keep that theme would keep cropping up um, all the time. And, and, and that makes sense because the only sustainable change is when people uh, make it themselves, really, I suppose. Um, interestingly, what you said um, about kindness, being kind to yourself, a lot of that is to do with the mind and that psychosocial model of um call it psychodermatology whatever you want but Mm. that's really interesting because as a psychologist um, I'm really fascinated with that Um, and one of the things that I've always been fascinated with on a personal level as well is um, stress and stress on skin and and how Mm. um, not only prevalent that is stress in itself but how it manifests in 
our biggest organ, which seems natural, doesn't it? So mm-hmm. do you see a lot of that as well? That um, Definitely. Yeah. If I look at it to kind of acne, it drives every single driving factor into what um, causes acne. And when you've got stress alongside that, it just kind of revs up all four of those drivers. Mm-hmm. And if you look at a condition like eczema or psoriasis, it's exactly the same thing. Um, so stress is that kind of often it's that missing link when people are kind of you know doing things externally using topical treatments and perhaps they're getting some success to begin with but then it's not consistent and it's often because they haven't you know taken that um they haven't thought about their stress and it's a bit of a vicious cycle a bit of a chicken and the egg thing because Mm -hmm. you're stressed over your skin and then that kind of drives your skin being you know getting worse um and so that mindset is often the first thing I'll start working with people once we've mm-hmm. kind of got their nutrition foundations in mm-hmm. um then yeah the stress will often be the next thing that I turn focus onto mm-hmm. and what do you how do you work with people on stress what's your approach to it so this is where personalization is key and where kind of functional medicine is really great because I could have 10 different clients and they could all come to me with the same skin complaint but they're protocol would be different for each of them I'll have them perhaps on a different diet perhaps definitely on different supplements probably and perhaps using different lifestyle interventions as well so it's very much about I'm very much about meeting that person where they're at and I'm not going to put a mum with three kids and a full-time job I'm not going to give her the same recommendations as I would with someone who's like 50 you know, works part time and and doesn't have any other responsibilities. Like it's very much working with what works for that person. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm a you know my background in yoga makes me quite biased towards yoga practices. So breathing exercises, mm-hmm. gentle movements. I feel like you can't really go wrong with them. So they're always good starting points. And often when a person is really stressed out, you know, as much as I would love them to start doing like a 45-minute yin or restorative practice, that's just going to stress them out even more. I'm going to use my sister as an example for that. She's like, Mm. we're so different in that sense. It would like stress her out so much if I did that. Mm. Whereas, you know, 30 seconds of breathing in the morning, 30 seconds of breathing at lunchtime, and again at the last time of day, she can just about manage that. So it's about finding something that works for you and that can be really different. You know, what one person's stress is another person's poison, isn't it? So, mm. Treatment. Mm. So, And that's really interesting because you don't want to be stressed out about being stressed out. So yeah. uh, exactly that, as you're saying, you know, I would be stressing out because I'd be thinking, oh, my God, I have to do 20 minutes of yoga and I haven't fitted it in. And now I feel bad about myself because I haven't done it. And then totally. that's just another cycle. <laughs> so what you're yeah. saying, again, is going back to that idea of, you know, uh, figuring out what what's right for you but also you figuring out what's right for you as well and Mm. saying I can't do that 20 minutes of uh, yoga practice but as you said I can do uh, five minutes of breathing and I can just start there and yeah and that will work for me and it's 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 a starting point isn't it Um, and and a a manageable change again Um, so that's really interesting because I think stress I mean for me personally stress is absolutely um not only a trigger for my eczema but also a trigger for holding on to that weight uh, as well which then is again another cycle because then I'm eating badly which is then affecting my skin but part of that and I'm talking from a very personal point of view and I don't know what you feel about it is 
that um, for me, it's been a lifelong education process. Mm. Um, and is that something you see that, again, it's it's not a quick fix, is it? Um, you know, I'm in my late 40s and I think I've spent 15 years understanding, getting knowledge, getting insight, but then also using that insight to help myself. Mm-hmm. Is that something you see? And Definitely. And I can, yeah, put my hand up and say it's exactly the same thing for me as well. And that, you know, I'll always say this to my clients with skin. It's like you, I know it feels like an absolute curse at the moment. And like you would do anything to have this mm. kind of perfect skin ideal. But you also have to be really grateful where I invite you to feel really grateful for it because it's a huge flag that your body is giving you. And everyone gets these flags for when their body is out of balance and you know the foot is too much on the gas and for us we get it in our skin and that's quite nice in a way because it's really immediate we're very motivated often to then do something about it it's just that we can spend a lot of time you know chasing up the wrong trees trying to like figure out how to treat it Mm. um so I think once you've done the the functional medicine work to understand what the root causes are for you it doesn't mean that it won't ever prop up again but it means you're going to be much better equipped to know how to deal with it should it arise again Mm -hmm. does that make sense yeah absolutely and I think one of the things and we spoke about this very briefly is that quick fix uh, approach Mm. and yours is certainly not a quick fix approach again you said this on social media uh, the market out there is full of products it's just literally flooded with products. There's a lot of noise as well um, that, you know, and that noise creates a lot of confusion and stress in itself for people that are desperate. They're just desperate mm. to do something about their skin because it's the visible organ. It's the thing that creates that visible difference uh, that creates the issues around relationships, finding a boyfriend, being acceptable, you know, um, even being lovable, I think sometimes, mm. Um, so how do you get that balance and how can you really speak to people who are like, no, 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 I just, I need a quick fix. I need to just tell me what, give me a product and I'll use that product. I mean, I think when people have started to come across, um, me, they're kind of, they've accepted that actually that approach isn't the right approach for them. And I think once they've kind of found my page and are like, oh, okay, this is actually, yeah, this is really ringing true for me. They have, they're kind of a little bit wise to it and they appreciate that it is the internal work that is where the real work needs to be done. I think the people who are looking for an external fix, you know, I'm a firm believer that if people are on their path, they're on their path and they will find, you know, find the light or whatever eventually. And I can't, you can't go and kind of preach to those people if they do think they're really fixed on an external fix because they want a quick fix and the internal work isn't quick. You'll get some things that are quick wins, but it's consistent effort, which is required. Um, And so I think most people, when they've kind of got to me, they're so desperate because they've gone through that already. They have spent hundreds, if not thousands of pounds on external treatments to get nowhere or to only get a little bit improvements or for things to have got worse that now they like, at that point that they're like I really will do anything now and I don't care if it's going to take me six months or a year and I have to you know do cha- make changes that a year ago I would never have wanted to change I think by this point they really 
they really want uh, you know a lasting solution mm. and also I think people really want to understand now which I don't really I never used to I think I think that's very much changed because of our understanding of the microbiome and everyone's you know got this focus on gut health now and hormonal health and there's so much more information available out there I'm getting a lot of younger women who are really like informed and they're like they want to know they want to run a stool test they want to run a dutch test because they're like this is really empowering for me and I want to find out what's going on for me I'm not just going to accept being put on the pill or just accept all these symptoms and that's changed I think so the more we talk about it the more there's also peer advocacy I suppose peer-to-peer advocacy that that helps as well doesn't it so maybe we can encourage that a little bit more as well <laughs> yeah maybe you could write a book as well Chloe that would be <laughs> it's on my list but no anyway, pre- it's on to do this <laughs> no pressure um but you're right that it is a process and there's no perfect process there's no perfect panacea or magic wand um somebody would be very rich if there was um but again it's coming back to that balance and um a systems approach um with anything in life, um, sustainable change um, isn't isn't quick. It's a consistent behavioural change that happens over time. And that's what you're saying, really, aren't you? Um, yeah. In the work that you do. So um, going back, because I'm also conscious of time, I, I think we're gonna, I'm sure people are going to want you back um, to talk <laughs> about something specific. So maybe you can come back again um, or we could do a masterclass together um, because I know yeah, that <laughs> I know that you have lots of resources. Um, obviously, on your website, it might be quite nice actually at this point to uh, tell people how they can find you. Sure. Yeah. So my website is chloemanlay.com, M-A-N-L-A-Y, and then my Instagram is chloemanlay underscore skin underscore nutrition, and there's probably be where I'm most active, and you'll have links on my Instagram page to the free Facebook group, which I run called Healthy Skin From Within. And then you'll also have information about any um, masterclasses or, or webinars or programs that I'm, I'm running at the time. And you could also book in for a, um, a preliminary call with me. So I offer a free 30-minute call to anyone uh, who wants to know a little bit more about how I work and how I can help them. And you can book in one of them as well. Mm. And that's lovely. So people can really access you uh, on, on lots of different channels um, and start, you know, the beginning of that journey just to start exploring what would be mm. good for them and uh, exploring how they might make those um, sustained changes. So that's great. I think also something you were talking about, if somebody comes to you, they find you, they have a consultation with you, One of the things you talked about, which I'm a real advocate of, is functional testing. So Mm. do you want to just talk about the functional testing and how that fits into the process of how you work with people? Sure. So a lot of the time when people um, come with me, they might have had some tests done through their GP. They might have had some blunts done, but it will come back normal. You know, if they've had a stool test, it's probably only testing for parasites Um, and that will have come back normal or they might have tested for inflammation and that will have come back normal or they might have had when I dealt more with gut health they might have had like endoscopy or colonoscopies and that would have come back normal but they would have felt anything but normal (laughs) Um, and so functional tests are looking more at the functionality of body systems so the stool test is the one I use most often um, because there's a huge link between gut health and skin And so I always want to know what exactly is going on with the gut um, when I'm dealing with anyone. 
So I know what to rule in and what to rule out of our treatment and also means I can be a lot more strategic with how we work as, and kind of eliminating that trial and error approach because with the skin, it is a bit of a mystery sometimes. Um, you can have your tried and tested protocols, but again, it's all about personalization. And so I really believe in saving yourself that time, that effort and that um, money that you can waste, you know, trying things out and just running in some tests so that we can be really specific and strategic with what we do. So the stool test is probably what I use most often. Um, hormone testing I do as well in the urine. So these are both really simple tests that you can do at home. The kit gets sent to you and you send it back off. And then I also love running um, full blood chemistry as well, where we get about 100 panels, 100 markers included in the panel that I do. And that, again, is testing for optimal ranges as opposed to, you know, deficient or not deficient. And it tests all of our different body systems. Um, and it's, you know, it's hugely important and hugely beneficial to the client because it can it's just really empowering. It's really, you know, it's that it's signifies the stopping of that trial and error and that feeling like you've tried everything and you don't really know what you're doing. Um, it's always the stopping of that with the testing. It actually makes sense, I think, economically, because if you're, as you were saying, you could spend hundreds of pounds on all these creams and stuff, literally a year. You know, it would be a really interesting exercise to see and ask people how much they've actually spent on different creams and stuff over the year and that spent on a functional test uh can cut out all that mystery and kind of um unnecessary experimentation uh, in one swoop so I'm not saying it's a quick fix but that actually the testing is a quick uh route to understanding your body and understanding what it needs definitely um and on a practical level because I think I don't know some people might be used to testing and stuff um and this is a podcast we can be quite open but you know some people might think oh god how am I going to do a stool test and how do I get how do I do that test myself is it all quite easy to do and manageable it is it requires a bit of I actually did a stool test recently because it's something that I um invest in doing every couple of years I'll always do you know a functional test every year and and this year I did a stool test and (laughs) you definitely ideally do not have a toddler around you because (laughs) she she was not impressed with the process you definitely need to give yourself like a good 15 minutes where you can be in the bathroom by yourself no distractions and just get on with it it's not that hard um I think where it can be hard is if you're not prepared for it so I'll always I'll never order a test without having had an initial consultation with someone first to ensure that we're making the best choice with the test and I'll also always have a quick call with them um, just to chat through how to do it so they feel really confident with how to do it. It's something that you do want to do at home. You don't really want to have to take it in to work, but that can be really challenging, you know, pre-lockdown days. That could actually be really hard for people because I dealt with a lot of people who were maybe only having one poop a week. And so it was quite hard for them to know when that was going to happen and always having their kit with them. Um, so it does take a little bit of planning, but it's really, in the grand scheme of things, so much easier than, you know, the other testing that's available. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I I would advocate it. And as we were talking about, my daughter suffers from acne and she's done all the X, Y, Z antibiotics, killed her gut Mm. microbiome. Um, You know, and I think coming to somebody, somebody like you who takes that system approach, looks at the gut, looks at the skin microbiome as well, because that's important. Mm. But I think, Mm. um, you know, she's now in her 20s. But in terms of 
hormones we were speaking and and we've sort of going to run out of time always especially when we speak to somebody like you I could go on and on but um we were talking about hormones and obviously you're known very much for acne and one of the misnomers I think is acne is just a teenage problem Mm. um what would you say to that because it's really a, a transitional issue as well isn't it for women Definitely. I mean, your skin sits within your health and well-being, which then sits within your life. So if something is out of whack in your life, that's likely to affect your health mentally, physically, emotionally, which then for some of us, unfortunately, means we get acne. Um, you know, I feel still feel like I'm like I have acne, even though I don't have my skin isn't anywhere near as bad as it used to be. But I still get breakouts. I've got a couple at the moment because I've been super blooming stressed recently with no nursery and lockdown and trying to run a business. Um, and that's why I'm always really grateful for having my skin that does that because it's like a huge red flag to me and it's actually like my partner this time who was like Chloe you need to like (laughs) maybe take this weekend off um and it's hard because I love what I do so much but sometimes stress doesn't feel like stress and I'll be like but I don't feel stressed I'm like okay maybe my skin is showing me that actually I've got a little bit too much on my plate at the moment and I need to cut back and slow down so I feel like if your skin you know if you've got eczema if you've got psoriasis if you've got acne IBS that's the way that your body leans to. You might gain weight, you know, any number of different biological functions that could happen when you're out of balance. Um, and we're not always able to stay in perfect balance all the time. So it's learning what are your triggers, what are the tools that you have to maintain balance, and then constantly checking in with yourself. Mm. Um and work, you know, getting a good practitioner who's on your side, or if it's very much skin as your focus, uh, you know, if, um, once you've got it under control, get works with someone like a uh, an esthetician who knows your skin and, and can kind of like track it with you and kind of keep you keep you on track with it all. Um, I think that can be really helpful. What you've said is just has been an absolute kind of light bulb moment because. Um... First of all, I think there's never accepting that there's never going to be perfect balance. Mm. Perfect skin all the time is is just uh, you know it's it's not possible. And accepting that that's the case is kind of one one step. But also the other thing you said is that how wonderful that we can, in a way, uh, kind of use skin as an emotional messenger to say, mm. "I'm stressed out. Hang on, uh, it's instantly showing on my skin." what can I do instantly to reduce that level of stress, whether it's finding some support or with childcare, or if you can, or, you know, uh, reducing the amount of work that you're doing, um, mm. whatever it might be. That's a, a really interesting thing you just said, I think is really important. I'm going to kind of reinforce again and, mm. um, and, and maybe speak to you a little bit more about because it is skin can be a very helpful, positive red emotional red flag in a way concept yeah that we need yeah. to listen to I suppose and I think that can be quite a hard message and one that I definitely was very much in denial about bear in mind I had studied nutrition when my acne was really bad and I had started to do everything but I hadn't really done anything because I was still maintaining the same mindset of that nothing was going to fix it and there was just something a bit wrong with me and you know it was in my genes and was just thinking the next supplement was going to work or the next skincare treatment was going to work. And it wasn't until I actually stopped and 
invested in myself properly and did a whole bunch of functional testing and was actually like, oh, okay, yeah, my body is like totally out of whack right now. I really have been doing everything the wrong way, thinking that, you know, X, Y, Z was going to fix it. It's a beautiful thing, I think, if, you're, if it flags up in your skin because mm. you're then able to to do something about it. And then educate yourself, make informed mm. decisions. As you said, work with experts that can guide you and help you through the process. Um, and people like you, thankfully, are there to, um, to, to help. Um, so... Um, thank you, Chloe, for talking to us today. Um, My pleasure. And uh, as I said, I'm. I know there's going to be by popular demand. You know, <laughs> going to have to get you back on in some shape or form. Uh, do a video masterclass with you um, if you'd be up for that. Um, yeah, awesome. <laughs> with your garden, of course. Um, and I think also um, we all always ask our guests this, so I'm going to put you on the spot and do some quick fire questions. Um, and ask you first of all what makes you because of this podcast feel great look good what makes you feel great feel great is just being able to switch off um and yeah take some time off and just be me and be I'm quite an inherently lazy person I enjoy doing nothing that is feels fine for me I'm not someone who um lives with a constant to-do list but I don't often like switch myself off enough if I'm enjoying what I'm doing perhaps too much um so yeah just having like a sofa day and doing nothing for me feels really good <laughs> I love that a sofa day that's gonna oh be, yes that's gonna be a new thing you know that don't you a sofa day. yeah um so uh, Chloe's sofa day makes her feel great that's amazing being with yourself wonderful mm. um, what makes you look good I think when I do that, when I just like chill out and just um, sleep properly, you know, I have a toddler, so that's a bit of a harder thing to come by nowadays, but sleep um, and just relaxing, turning off my phone, steering clear of social media, you know, giving myself a good day off every week is really important for me. So disconnecting maybe and uh, yeah. getting away from that blue light and sleeping and all good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's really interesting. So, um, and I love that, you know, a product hasn't made an appearance, which is great. So uh, I love that. <laughs> no, I mean, I have a lot of them as well. But ultimately, <laughs> I know that they don't do as much as they might be branded to do. <laughs> exactly. And and that's a really important message that, you know, certainly organisations like us, are, you know, what we're trying to advocate so it's really important and the last question if you were on a desert island obviously that would be difficult with your toddler but um <laughs> if you were stranded on a desert island just chloe what would the one thing that you just wouldn't be able to do without i mean i would want Maisie there because she is hilarious and lots of fun but i could totally <laughs> see the benefits of not having her there um a pair of tweezers because i just feel you can have spend hours on a beach with a pair of tweezers can't you yeah you know yeah perfecting um, <laughs> yeah. the shape uh yeah every wherever you want actually uh, exactly <laughs> and also you know getting things out if you've got a splinter or something it'd be perfect and i'm sure i'm sure it would have so many tools it's always what i want if i'm sat on a beach with nothing to do i cannot remember the last time that happened i'm always like oh i wish i had my tweezers here yeah absolutely <laughs> even use it as a bookmark i suppose i mean that's a bit way yeah. off but yeah there's actually very very uh uh, uh an know, eating device yeah. Yes, exactly. So many uses. Multifunctional. <laughs> so that's amazing. Well, you just never know. I never know when I ask these questions what's going to happen. So 
<laughs> thank you very much. And Chloe Manley, thank you so much. Um, again, we can find uh, you can find Chloe at uh, www.chloemanley.com and uh, Instagram is Chloe Manley underscore skin underscore nutrition and the wonderful Facebook group that you have that I am mm-hmm. absolutely going to join now um, is healthy skin from within yeah so you've got loads of material in there there's like a little unit um, that I've set up there about you know how to go about understanding the root cause it's very specific to acne um, but understanding the root cause of your acne I talk about functional tests that are available diet wise what you should shouldn't be doing um, and yeah just a lot of the common questions that I get from people I answer in there always sharing information fantastic and on that note that's a really good note to say thank you for joining us at feel great look good and i'm sure we'll speak to you soon thanks chloe thank you thanks for listening to our episode today and please do visit our website at organabeautywellbeing.com or leave a comment and we'll be back soon for another feel great look good episode until then take care